Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Lord, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that your word is all we need, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you continue to be with us, Lord, and speak to us, Lord. Lord, we want to hear from you. Lord, thank you for hearing all the prayers of your people, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now we want to hear from you, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Please speak to us, Lord. And thank you, Lord, that you will speak to us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you'll never send anyone who comes to you empty, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you will speak to us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you want to speak to us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you bless us, Lord, with more of your presence, Lord. More of your presence, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your comfort, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give ourselves to you, Lord, this hour. We ask you that you fill us, Lord. We empty ourselves in your presence, Lord. Jesus, I pray that you fill us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that there is none like you. Lord, I pray that you you bless us, change our nature, Lord. Make us into everything that you want us to be, Lord. Make us just like you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you bless your word tonight, Lord. All that you're going to speak to us, Lord, I pray. Blessed, Lord. And use it to be a blessing to your people, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I give you all the glory and honor and praise, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Jesus. Because only your words have life, Lord. That's why we're here, Lord. Because we want your life, Lord. We want your words which are full of life. Lord, I pray, give us this day our daily bread, Lord. Your word, your life, your spirit, Lord. Transform us, Lord, more and more, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for doing it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise God. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 16. We're just going to read one verse from this chapter and then we'll move on to whatever else the Lord has for us. Luke chapter 16, verse 13. No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. I'm going to read some parts of this verse again. No servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. 
Praise be to God. This is Luke 16, verse 13. And what is it saying here? It's clearly telling us that there are only two masters and we can only serve one of those two masters. Either we will hate the one and love the other or else we will be loyal to the one and despise the other. What are you living for? Who are you living for? And how are you living? These are three questions which we should ask ourselves. What are we living for? Who are we living for? And how are we living? For what purpose are we living? May God help us to examine our hearts and our lives and see what are we exactly doing each day? Do we have a goal? And what is our goal? How are we bringing it about? With that in mind, let's go a little bit back to Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15. And we're going to read from verse 11. Luke chapter 15 from verse 11. We're not going to read the entire story over here about the prodigal son. We're just going to read from verses 11 through 24. Then he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, 
bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. So what happened in the story? This story is about a father who had two sons. The older son chose to stay with the father, to help the father, to be loyal to the father. The younger son became very self-centered. He wanted to take everything he could from the father, all the blessings he could get, and run off with them to live so to speak, his own life. Understand, without God the Father, we have no life. There is no life apart from God. There are so many people in this world, so many people we see every day. Going to the store, going to work, going to college, all over. But... Each person is living for something. Each person is living for someone. Each person is serving someone, whether they believe it or not. Even when they think, I don't have God in my life, I'm living my own life. They really are living for Satan. And we see here, this younger son... He left the father, he took all the blessings from the father, and he went to live what he called his own life. But soon we see trouble hits, a famine, and the son becomes hungry, he doesn't have a job, he finally finds a poor job, and he is still in need, still hungry. Desperately hungry. And verse 17 we see that he came to himself. At a certain point, he came to himself. When we leave God, when we leave the fold of God, delusion sets in, like we've heard in many of our meetings. The moment we leave God and we allow pride to fill us, delusion sets in. We think, we start thinking that we can do everything on our own. But we're actually listening to the voice of Satan without realizing it. And then he leads us to destruction. Verse 17 is really the grace of God that helped this man to come back to himself, to realize what he did, the mistake he did. The sin he did. And what he could do to fix it. The grace of God. It's only the grace of God that can pull someone out of delusion. So the son, the second son, lived not for his father, not for God, but for Satan. 
when we're full of self, we end up pulling away from God. When we live for ourselves, we end up living for the enemy. We let the enemy dominate our lives. We give him the key and say, take over. But as long as we remain under the Father's care, we are safe. We can have all the blessings and we can bring joy to his heart and we can be safe. We can be protected and we can be a blessing. So this is one example here of someone who chose in the beginning to be dead to the things of God and alive to the things of Satan, to fully ignore the things of God and to embrace the things of Satan. Now I want to go to verse 24. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. The key words over here are dead and alive. What does the father mean when he's saying, my son was dead and is alive again? The son was dead to the things of God and was alive to the things of Satan. But when God's grace came in and the son made the choice to turn back to God, to the Father. Things changed. Everything flipped. He became dead to the things of the enemy and alive to the things of God. He was dead and is alive again. We must always remember to be dead to the things of Satan and alive to the things of God. We can either be dead to the things of God and alive to the things of Satan, or we can be dead to the things of Satan, dead to this world, and alive to Christ. May God help us to make the right choice. This is not just about salvation, but each day we have a choice. Who do you want to live for? Who do you want to serve this day? Who do you want to bring glory to? As we know, there's no middle ground. We either serve God or the enemy. Dead to the world and alive to Christ. That's the best choice we can ever make. So how do we be dead to the world and alive to Christ? We seek those things which are above. We focus on Jesus. And we completely wipe out everything that is not of God from our lives, from our, from our minds, from our homes, from every part of our lives. Praise be to God. We're going to look at one more story in the Bible. Luke chapter 19, Luke chapter 19, and we're going to read from verse 1. We must understand 
if something is worth living for, it must also be something that is worth dying for. If you wonder, what is worth living for? How do I know what to choose? Think. Okay, I think this is worth living for. But is it also something worth dying for? If you think it's something worth living for, but not something worth dying for, then understand, it's not something worth living for. Something that is precious and eternal. Something that is worth living for and worth dying for is the choice. That's what we should go for. Jesus is the only one worth living for and worth dying for. Luke chapter 19 from verse 1. Luke chapter 19 from verse 1. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief tax collector and he was rich and he sought to see who Jesus was but could not because of the crowd for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything from anyone, by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So in this story, Jesus is traveling, passing through Jericho, and there's a man named Zacchaeus, and he's a rich man, a chief tax collector, and he wanted to see who Jesus was. He had that desire to see who is Jesus. But he could not because of the crowd and because he was short. There were some obstacles. But Zacchaeus made a choice. He said, I'm going to focus on seeing Jesus I'm not going to focus on the obstacles. I'm not even going to focus on what people say about me. Whatever mockery, I'm going to despise it. So he ran ahead. He ran ahead of all the obstacles. And he climbed upwards. He climbed up closer to his destiny. 
He ran ahead, climbed up into the tree. With what purpose? To see Jesus. For Jesus was going to pass that way. And guess what? When Jesus came, he came to that very place. He knew that Zacchaeus wanted to see him. He knew the heart of the man. And he called Zacchaeus. He looked up and called him. If you put your eyes on Jesus, if you make Jesus your number one priority, he will keep his eyes on you. There's a beautiful song that the Lord gave my mom many years ago. And it says, if you take a step for him, he will take a step for you. Zacchaeus made effort. He climbed up to see Jesus. He looked for Jesus. He looked at Jesus. And Jesus came to where Zacchaeus was. And he looked at Zacchaeus. And he spoke to him. And he changed the man's life. Zacchaeus was so happy. So happy when he saw Jesus. And when he heard the voice of Jesus. He quickly came down from the tree. And the Bible says that he received Jesus joyfully. With what attitude do we come to God's presence? Do we come joyfully? Or do we come with bitterness? Do we come grumbling, complaining? With what attitude do we come? Zacchaeus is so joyful, so sincere. But in verse 7 we see another group of people. Complaining. Accusing. Not focusing on Jesus, the goodness of Jesus, but trying to accuse. May God help us to never be like that, to come to his presence with joy, with thanksgiving, like Zacchaeus did. And we see in verse 7, the people are complaining. They're saying that Jesus has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. So they're saying, look at Jesus. Jesus is going with this man, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus is a sinner. Look at him. They're despising Jesus and despising the work that he's doing in Zacchaeus. But Jesus knew that he was in the will of God. And Zacchaeus knew that he was in the will of God as well. So both Jesus and Zacchaeus were not affected by the words of those people. We just see them, Zacchaeus and Jesus, continuing what they had to do. Despite what those people said, we see in verse 8, Zacchaeus stood up and continued doing what was right. He just continued speaking to the Lord. He just spoke to Jesus, and he did not focus on what other people said. When we keep our eyes on Jesus and the work that he is doing in our lives, the words of people will not affect us. The words which come from the enemy will not affect us. Whether it's through the voice of another man, another woman, or thoughts, or emotions, or even circumstances. If we keep our eyes on Jesus, we will not be moved. We will not be affected. We will only 
get stronger. We will only become more bold. We will continue doing the will of the Father. Being in the will of the Father is the most glorious place to be. When we're in the will of the Father, we will have that peace. That peace and joy which cannot be shaken, which no one will be able to take away from us. And no one, nothing and no one will be able to stop us from accomplishing that which God wants us to accomplish throughout our lives, day by day, each day, when you wake up. Focus on Jesus. Make Him your focus. Ask Him, Lord, what do you want me to do for you today? Keep your eyes on Jesus. Focus on pleasing Him and Him alone. Then no matter what happens, no matter who says what, whether it's the enemy coming through a text message from someone else, or thoughts, or someone standing right in front of you, nothing will move you. Nothing will shake you. As long as you stay on that strong foundation, that solid rock, the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall not be moved. You shall not be moved. Choose to be dead to this world and alive to Christ. Being dead to this world means being dead to this world. Not having anything to do with it. Not having anything to do with the enemy. The enemy is the prince of this world. Jesus is the King of Heaven, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. When you choose to be dead to this world and alive to Christ, your whole mindset will be determined by Jesus. You will be focusing on Jesus, His Word, His Spirit. You will be walking in His Spirit, walking in the Spirit and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. If you just get the concept of completely leaving what is not of God, completely ignoring the words of Satan in whatever form they come, being dead to the world and the prince of this world, then, and being alive to Jesus, being alive to the words of Jesus, being connected with him throughout the day, throughout the night, then His Word will come to you and strengthen you. His power will fill you and sustain you. Then no matter what the enemy may try to send, you will be covered with the armor of God. Nothing will hurt you. Nothing will stop you. You will become unstoppable because of Jesus who lives in you. Praise be to God. May God help us to realize what power we have through Jesus to overcome and to not be overcome. To overcome the powers of darkness and to not 
let the powers of darkness overcome us. When we are alive to Jesus, he fills us. Do you want to be alive to Jesus 24-7? Or do you want to be alive to Jesus for a few minutes or for a few seconds? You have the choice how much you want to commit yourself to Jesus, how much of the world you want to abandon. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. You cannot serve two masters. You must fully give yourself to the Lord. Be connected to Him, the vine. Just give yourself to Jesus more and more each day. Keep your eyes on Him. That's the key. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Be alive only to Jesus. Only to Jesus and to nothing else. Then you will become unshakable. You will become a strong pillar in the kingdom of God. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the option, Lord, to be alive to you, Jesus, and dead to the world. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes on you, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Give us the grace, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have your grace extended for us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your power that is available to all on a daily basis. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you help us, Lord, to choose, Lord, to serve you 24-7, to keep our eyes on you 24-7, to close our ears to the voice of the enemy no matter what avenue he may try to come through. Lord, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to close our ears to the enemy and hear your words of life. We want your words of life alone. We want to serve you alone. We want to hold on to you alone, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us, and thank you for coming through, despite all the attacks of the enemy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being faithful in giving the word that we needed, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we commit ourselves to this word. Lord, we commit ourselves to being alive to you, Jesus and dead to this world, because we know we cannot do both. We cannot be alive to the world and alive to you. Lord, we have to crucify the flesh. We have to be dead to this world in order to be alive to you, Jesus. Lord, help us, help us to lay aside everything that keeps us, Lord, from pursuing you with all our hearts, Lord, whatever it may be, Lord whether it's self, whether it's pride, Lord, whatever it is, Lord, 
we choose to lay it down, Lord. And we come to you, Lord, asking for your grace. We receive your grace, Lord. We receive your mercies. We receive your strength, your word. We choose to put your word to practice. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, I pray that you continue to speak to us, Lord. Give us whatever else we need to hear from you, Lord, because it's so precious. We cannot go without your word. Each day we need your word. Each day we need your strength and your power. Lord, I pray that you fill us. We empty ourselves in your presence again, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, fill us once more. Fill us once more, Lord. Let us be doers of the word. Yes, Lord, let us be doers of the word. Day by day, moment by moment, second by second, Lord. Let every part of our lives be centered on you, Jesus, because you, you are the only one worth living for and worth dying for, Lord. Living for you is all that matters. Therefore, we choose to live for you and you alone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you and I praise you for your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.